This is an All Ears English podcast episode 880. Six ways to be funny in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, get six common forms of American humor. Find out how to identify them, how to use them, and what to watch to build your humor listening skills. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, Jessica, welcome to 2018. How are you yeah, doing? <laughs> I'm stoked. I, I'm so excited for 2018. I already did my first new thing this year. Um, I went to I went to like a weightlifting class at a jujitsu gym oh. yesterday. Mm, very cool. They say it's really good to weightlift, especially for women in their 30s. That's yeah. so good. That's totally. such a good idea. Yeah, it's, cool. I'm like, I really, I want, like, I go to the gym, I already exercise, but I was kind of getting bored with my routine, yeah. you know, and so I want to, like, change it up and yeah. um, just get super strong this year. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, I mean, here we are. We're diving into 2018. We've had New Year's. I just got back from a week in San Francisco where I, I drank a lot of wine and I <laughs> ate a lot of food and awesome. got a lot of sunshine. So I'm feeling oh. refreshed and refreshed ready for the new year. Oh, sunshine. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> I want to be warm again soon, soon enough. Yeah. And you met up with a listener in San Francisco, right? I did. So this is going to be a big theme for 2018 is meeting our listeners in different yes. events, guys. But yeah, when I flew into the San Francisco airport, I had a chance to arrange in advance. One of our listeners reached out to me. She had heard that I was coming to San Francisco and she invited me out for lunch, but we didn't have time for lunch. So we just grabbed a quick coffee in the airport. We sat down for about an hour and we just chatted, right? So she That's works so uh, awesome. in Silicon Valley area and she had lots of great ideas about the podcast. She's a longtime listener. So, so cool to meet our listener Jing there in San Francisco. Shout out to Jing. That's so cool. <laughs> I cannot wait to meet more of you guys. Lindsay and I have so many exciting ideas yes. for how we can actually meet more of you in person. We're exactly. we're taking it to the streets if you will. <laughs> like we love recording, we love the podcast, but interacting with you guys in person? Yes. That's like that's a dream. Yeah. Just, like in the Urban Adventures program. I know you guys have heard us talk about it because it's so amazing. That is still uh, I was I was talking to James about like our memorable 2017 moments, you yeah. know, like yeah. New Year's Eve conversation. <laughs> and that was one of the 
like the first things that came to mind yeah. was that Boston immersion trip with yep. so many amazing students. Yep. So yeah. It's so good, guys. And we announced this on the podcast that applications are now open for the Boston and New York City events in July and August, guys. So you want to go over yes. right now to allearsenglish.com forward slash immersion. That's I-M-M-E-R-S-I-O-N to sign up right away before the price goes up on February 5th. First, guys. And Ooh, also, goodness. we are going to be talking very soon about taking, yeah, taking this show on the road beyond just Boston and New York, right, Jessica? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, it's so hard not to say it, you guys. <laughs> I'm so excited and I've never been good at keeping secrets. <laughs> and <laughs> it's so hard not to spill yeah. the news. So, guys, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay we have tuned. some really exciting announcements where, yeah, we're going <laughs> to meet more of you. That's Definitely going to be say. some cool things happening. Just keep <laughs> listening to the show, guys, and be ready to take action because, you know, spots are always limited and, you know, you want to make sure you get a chance to, you know, we know that these live events are the most transformative. That's really what it comes down to, right, Jessica? Mm -hmm. So you guys yeah. want to have a chance to participate in these events in 2018 to get the transformation that you're looking for. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, listening to listening to us is fantastic. We love it. We, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I and I know we help so many people it, with in a lot of ways. I get that. But the live event, that live interaction, like shifting your focus from the passive to the active, mm -hmm. it's amazing the improvement that you'll see in like five hours, right? Like amazing. just in like a short amount of time. Yes. Um, it's incredible. It's amazing. All right. So stay tuned for that, guys. More details coming soon. So, but today we're actually talking about the concept of humor. Love it. Yes. <laughs> It's so interesting. So we had an email from a listener that got us thinking about this. Yeah. Um, this listener said um, that he enjoys watching American movies without subtitles, but he cannot understand a typical TV show like The Late Late Show with James Corden. Yeah. Um, so that's mm. this is interesting, guys, because late shows, like late night talk shows, these are not like normal. They're not sitcoms. They're not hour long dramas. This mm. is a genre of its own. What, how would you describe like our late night shows? Well, I think in some ways they're actually more useful because they give us a better, more useful than American movies, right? Because mm -hmm. they get us, give us a, a, I think, a more realistic glimpse into the mentality of people here, right? So totally. A, a a lot of times these, especially certain people like John Oliver, for example, will bring up more political issues, like things that are on our mind. I know Jimmy Kimmel talked about healthcare, the issue of healthcare, yeah. but they, they weave it in with humor, right? They use things like exaggeration and sarcasm to mm -hmm. address these issues that actually <clears throat> matter to us. Exactly. I think I think that's one of the ways for sure, guys. Um, Stand-up comedy, comedy in general, <laughs> this yeah. is how we uh, bring truths out that might be difficult to talk about, and we present them in a new perspective. So it's very topical. You learn a lot about what's happening right now in our culture and how we think of it. And I think from that aspect, it's, yeah, it's super useful. And I think the other aspect is the interview portion, like this is unscripted, right? So that's why maybe watching a movie 
movie or a normal TV show might be easier. The way people talk, it's like planned out. There's maybe more complete sentences, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And ideas follow logically from one to the other because, again, like it was planned. But in these interviews on these late night shows, that's what – that's part of the challenge. It's the humor and that unscripted aspect that makes it really hard. Yeah, the spontaneity. I mean, that's a big thing that we Mm -hmm. work on with our bridge to connection method, right, guys, in our course the at allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. We show you how to understand spontaneity. That is so key for connecting. And we know that you guys want to do that in 2018 is build those connections. Exactly. That's our goal. And we know that it's your goal yeah. too, you guys. Um, so yeah, so these late shows, the such good uh resource here. And they're yeah. hilarious. And that's that's the challenge. Yeah. Trying to translate humor between cultures is hard. But guys, yeah. like if you want to, if you want to actively throw yourself into this English world, humor is essential. We communicate via humor constantly. I'm making jokes all the time. My son gets tired of me making jokes, to be honest. Sometimes he's like, he's like, mommy, it's not as funny as you think it is. But I just kind of think everything is funny. Okay. So there, we're going to talk about six specific kinds of humor. I think this is an awesome first step for you guys to be able to sort of figure out what, what is funny and why it might be funny. Um, Because it's tough. So what, what should we talk about? first, Lindsay. Let's think about what do you think is one of the more common types of humor? Mm. I think there are a lot of common types, but one of the ones I think we should highlight today is exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, <laughs> I do this all the time. Um, and this is a communication strategy, you guys. This yeah. is this is how we describe things to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. I think maybe Americans might be tend more towards exaggeration <laughs> than some other English speakers. Yep. Yep. Just yep. listen to our president. Everything's tremendous. Everything oh, is yeah. the best ever. But <laughs> that is a feature. That's a feature of English. So yep. how is it used in humor, though? Well, it's it's so hard without an exact example, right? But, yeah. you know, we could say, you know, on Thanksgiving, I ate like tw- I ate 25 pieces of apple pie or something like right. that. That's a bad example. Yeah. But, you know, we say we ate a lot. We didn't just eat a lot. We ate 20. I ate like 25 pieces of pie. Exactly. Right? We go over the top in terms of numbers or amount, quantity, things like that. Exactly. It's really used as as emphasis, as like an emphasizing strategy, right? So yeah, yeah, like my mom and I, are. we've always spoken like this. Like I can't just say I'm hungry. I have to say, oh my God, I feel like I haven't eaten in days. (laughs) Or like I could eat 12 potatoes right now. Why would I eat 12 potatoes? That was a weird thing to say. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really like potatoes? I mean, some people do. (laughs) I guess I really want a baked potato right now. My subconscious is telling me. But yeah, it's definitely super common and it is, it highlights, it emphasizes, and it's a definite way we communicate. Yeah. Um, and another one is a pun, P U N. Um, do you enjoy puns, yeah, Lindsay? I do. Sometimes I roll my eye when I my eyes when I hear a pun, but I think they're fun. I mean, especially if the person delivering them kind of knows that they're silly, right? So exactly. they're yeah. they're always silly. Um, what? Oh gosh, I should have thought of an example I, of I, a pun. I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Okay. So, awesome. 
Here's one um, that I just pulled up online. So let's see. Okay, here's one. Why don't some relationships, no, why don't some couples go to the gym? Why? Do you know why? <laughs> no. It's, it's because some relationships just don't work out. oh okay so actually like studying puns are um that's a great way to learn vocabulary because puns are based on wordplay you guys all puns are it's taking one word with two different meanings and putting it in like the wrong context right right like that's all pun is it's just wordplay and i've i've always loved it okay i just one more because i just saw saw this online before we move on to the next one. I just want to make sure our listeners know which word was used in two different ways, right? So for that pun, yeah. so we talked about, so again, why don't some couples go to the gym? Because some relationships don't work out. What is the word that was used for a double meeting in case our listeners are wondering? So workout, right? Mm-hmm. Could be exercise, like mm-hmm. at the gym. Yep. Um, or it could be to like to yeah. yeah. Say not work out. Um, <laughs> or it could be to like continue in a good way. Yeah. Right. Succeed. Or to end mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um. Yep. So yeah. So <laughs> okay. Here's a, just one more pun before we move on. She had a photographic memory but never developed it. (laughs) So develop could be like to develop film, which is, you know, like this old fashioned sort of style of like printing photographs, or it could be developed like to work on something and to make it better. (laughs) So funny. I love that. Okay. Um, so one, I think the type of humor that translates between all cultures is a physical humor or slapstick. Mm. Now, I've never been a real fan of slapstick, to be honest with you. I, I it's, I don't know. I don't find it as funny as some people do. Um, mm. I prefer like the wordplay type humor. Yeah. But slapstick is definitely a thing in a lot of countries. Yeah. It makes me think of the Three Stooges. Was that slapstick humor? Yeah. Okay. Just doing stupid things, you know, getting knocked over the head with something and just right physical humor. Yeah. Physical humor or like just falling down a lot. Yeah. Well, we talked recently about Seinfeld. Um, Like Kramer is a good example of physical humor, right? But I find him Mm -hmm. hilarious because he's so weird. Yeah. (laughs) His signature entrance, right? Where he opens the door, slides into Jerry's apartment. (laughs) Exactly. So I think that's a kind of slapstick, any kind of physical humor, right? But I think it often involves people getting hurt. And that's why I don't think it's funny. Like I've never thought, you know, someone uh, possibly hurting themselves is funny. But, you know, (laughs) lots of people do. Okay. Um, One type of humor that I do find very interesting is satire. So um, I just was listening to a podcast this morning from, let's see, The New Yorker radio hour podcast. Um, And it was talking about satire and it's talked about um, John, uh, what's it? The Daily Show, John Stewart. John Stewart. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, that's a really good example of satire because it's, they're taking um, like real situations 
Yep. And um, making fun of them, like <laughs> pretending to be in a certain situation, pretending to be serious, but oh. it's actually making fun of the situation. Guys, oh, you can good. watch some clips on YouTube of The Daily Show when Jon Stewart hosted it. Um, and yeah, you could see really good examples of satire. Oh, and this also makes me think of the recent skits they've been doing on Saturday Night Live exactly. about the White House. Yes, exactly. That's, that's hilarious. Those are so funny. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you've seen some some work by Alec Baldwin playing oh. President Trump, that's another example of satire. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's so funny. Um. Yeah. So satire is kind of like sometimes it could be it could be kind of mean because you're kind of like making fun of people. Yeah. So it depends on which side you're on if you think it's funny or not. Right. 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 <laughs> Today, you're learning about six kinds of American humor. Your next step, guys, is to build the skills to understand natives in any situation using our special bridge to connection method, which you can't get anywhere else. You can get your first lesson for free right now in a downloadable video. If you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets, allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-C-R-E-T-S. S. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, what's a, what's what what's another kind of humor? <laughs> well, sarcasm is another one, right? Did we mention that before or no? Not yet. Not okay, yet. We good, have two good, more. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, sarcasm is something that we use a lot in American culture. Tons. Yes. So much. And satire is another type of humor that could be construed as mean sometimes because it's it's often like you're you're making fun of something or someone. Yeah. And actually, my my six-year-old son is very good at sarcasm already. So like <laughs> if I'm if if I say something that it's like, James, we um uh let's see, you you have to finish your dinner, and he'll be like Oh, I have to finish my dinner. <laughs> I, 
It's sort of like taking someone's words and twisting them to like tease or make fun of an idea or a person. Interesting. I, I feel like we could do a whole episode just on sarcasm itself. Totally. It might be a little tricky to to grab it. I mean, I just I just pulled up a couple of examples online and let me just throw out a line. Here's a just cool. a, a joke you could crack to someone. Uh here's one. I work 40 hours a week to be this poor, right? So how is that sarcastic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, it's kind of like it's a nice way of like complaining, but yeah. in a funny way, in right? A funny so way. Yeah. I think um, this type of humor would be very common on the late night shows that we mentioned before. And just to bring it back again to those late night shows, they do have skits as well. And the yep. skits are often satire. So these different mm -hmm. types of humor, understanding how they're funny and how they are constructed, this will help you recognize them and understand like the late night shows more or stand up comedy or Saturday Night Live is an, an amazing resource to understand humor. So yeah. sarcasm. Chasm, yeah. That's, <laughs> so you're like um, kind of short, like one-liners. Yeah. That um, are it, it's like a uh, it's a joke disguised as a complaint. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be something like saying the opposite of what we mean. For example, you know, when something negative happens to us, we could say, "That's great. Yeah. That's just what I need." Right. That's sarcastic that's too. True. That is sarcastic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I use this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like um, if somebody I don't know if someone is like, oh, I have to um, I have to work for two hours today and then I have to um, read the newspaper. I I'm so busy. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. you're really busy. Right. Sarcastic. Like that because clearly they're not busy. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> OK. Oh, my gosh. This is a long episode about humor. This there's so good. much to talk yeah. about. Um, there's one last one. Mm -hmm. Irony. Now, this is something that's it's always kind of hard to explain. Like, how is something ironic? Mm. I always send people to Melissa Etheridge's famous song. Is that Melissa Etheridge or who is that? No. Isn't it ironic? Don't um, you think? Ye oh gosh, what's her name? Oh, I just blanked out on it. It's not Melissa. It's on, not Etheridge. It yeah, I think um, it's I think it's Melissa Etheridge, isn't no, it? No, it's not. It's no. uh, oh gosh, I can see her. She has really long hair. It's um, um she's Canadian. Um, what's her name? I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Yeah. So if we just look at the lines of that song, like for example, it's like rain on your wedding day. That's the first line, right? And why is that kind of considered like ironic? I, so, okay, this is the funny thing about that song is those things are not actually really ironic. I don't know. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so. I've heard, I've heard like comedians talk about that song before. <laughs> just be like, the ironic thing is those things are not That's ironic. Not ironic. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So what is ironic? I, it's so hard to explain. Okay. So, um, I'm actually going to read like the definition. I am going to, yeah. I'm going to find the definition of irony. Okay. So irony okay. is the expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite typically for humor so um this it's similar to sarcasm, similar to sarcasm in this in this definition like 
Um, uh, let's see. So it, uh, the sarcasm that we said earlier, like, oh, right. Yeah. You're busy. That would be considered one yeah. form of irony. Mm. Um, and then I think situational irony is, is more though. So, yeah. okay. So people talk about hipsters being ironic these days, right? Mm-hmm. So I think um, I think that definition comes into play a lot now because hipsters are trying to like dress like a farmer or dress like they did in the past without irony. So right. if I presented myself as something different than I am, it would be for humorous effect, right? Like mm. it would be that would be irony, like bringing humor into the situation with something opposite or unexpected, yeah. um, like a contrary situation, like. That would be uh, situational irony. And so people talk about how hipsters are doing this um, unironically, mm. which means they're they're doing something to be cool when everybody else actually thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is another example of an episode we could do. We could do an entire episode just on irony. I know, right? I mean, There's a lot to talk it's about. It's funny because when we try to explain it, it's hard. But I, I, I feel like I say all the time, oh, man, isn't, isn't that ironic? Right. Isn't it ironic that this happened? Right. Or even maybe running yeah. into someone that you would never expect to run into. You're in you're in the middle of Italy and you run into your next door neighbor. Right. That's something that's somewhat ironic. It's unexpected. Exactly. I think I think that's what we're honing in on here as yeah. we discuss it and discover <laughs> it ourselves. Yeah. It's the unexpected contrary thing. Like yeah. that's what makes a situation ironic. I think that's usually how we use it, right? Yeah. Um, so, okay, if I could just try and think of one more example before we finish up today because okay. I really want to make this clear for you guys. Um, so, okay, so like – if I have a friend who's a mechanic, let's say, and mm-hmm. I'm having car trouble or whatever, and um, and I go and he says he could fix it, and he works on my car for an hour, and then I drive it home, and then something else breaks on my yeah. car. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, that's ironic. Like, oh, I, he unexpected. just- It's unexpected, right? Okay. And it's- it, it helps you look at something difficult like it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think in some situations that's what mm-hmm. irony is for. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I think for our listeners, this is tough, guys. It's tough to for us to describe these humors. So what we want you to do, I mean, the takeaway for today is for you guys to go experience these humors in these shows, right? To go. So let's exactly. just throw out our favorite nighttime shows as the takeaway today, Jessica. Um, well, I still like The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Okay. Um, And I actually don't watch a lot of late night shows. I've never Mm. been a fan of late night. Um, But I do like Trevor Noah a lot. Uh huh. I think John Oliver is good. because I'm not sure if he's technically a late night show or whether he's just on YouTube or what. But he's like in the same style of the talk show, the the talk show where he brings on guests and that sort of thing. But he tends to bring in more political issues. So that's an interesting Mm -hmm. one I would recommend for you guys. Definitely, definitely. Check out some clips, guys. And also, just Saturday Night Live. I have loved Saturday Night yeah, Live my whole so life. So and you could you could find so many clips online, guys. It's hilarious. And what would be really interesting is if you could think about um, what type of humor is being exhibited. Like, if you don't understand it, just think about what type of humor it is. And I think that would give you a clue as to why we think it's funny, at least. <laughs> why yeah. this, yeah, why they're doing this. 
us why native speakers might laugh at this. Yeah, and this is huge. And and again, we've talked about on other episodes how, you know, if you go and you watch these shows, guys, and you find it difficult, go back and take a step back and try our course, right? Get the bridge to connection method because that is, as we say, that's the bridge to be able to understand these things, right? We can't always exactly. just jump in 100% and it's not a problem, but you can actually build the skills to understand if you go through a step-by-step plan like in our course. So you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets to get your first lesson for free there, guys. Yeah, totally. I mean, we have a whole lesson just about humor yeah, featuring yes. a very funny incident with Lindsay and yes. her friend. And a horse and a bear. <laughs> and a horse and a bear. That's all you need to know. It's yep. hilarious. That, see, that sounds like a joke right there. Like yep. Lindsay and Allie and a horse and a bear yeah. <laughs> walk, walk into a bar. Um, <laughs> so guys, definitely check that out. Again, allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets to get that first amazing lesson for free so you could see um the what you're in for the <laughs> what the lessons are like so check yeah. that out awesome very cool all right Jessica thanks for hanging out and talking about humor I'm gonna get back on Saturday <laughs> Night Live again I think I sometimes I miss that but that's such a good show such it's a good so show so great especially yeah. today oh it's awesome. yeah especially today. all right Lindsay all right I'll talk to you next week take care bye all right bye Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.